Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in. Hello everyone, how you doing? Um, hope you're all doing well. And today we are going to talk about dealing with criticism. Because this is something we, I think a lot of people struggle with. I certainly did for a long time. And we react just quite badly to it. And I think the thing to realise is that we're always going to get criticism, aren't we? Because people are going to have opinions and we can't always do a lot about that. But that it, what we can control is how we deal with it. So what we're going to do is talk about a bit about what criticism is. So, uh, I'm going to share with you one of my sort of personal experiences recently with something that I sort of perceived as criticism. And then just give you some tools on how to deal with it and just be able to let it go. So first of all, what is criticism? Well, <clears throat> criticism is just someone else's opinion. Now, it might be multiple people's opinions, but that is all it is. It is just someone's words. And the way I like to address this, really, is just, if, it, if you can't get your head around it, just write it down and see it on a piece of paper for what it is. So if someone says something, whatever it might be, it is just their opinion. And their opinion is true to them. It's not a fact. It's not a truth in the world. Not everyone would agree with it. And I'm, I'm thinking if you're sort of getting defensive towards criticism, you probably don't agree with it. So let's just acknowledge that criticism is just that. It's someone else's opinion. And, but we do get to choose what we do with our reaction to it. And I had it recently where, <clears throat> uh, and whether it's really criticism, but it's something that definitely sp- sparked an emotion in me was I walked into the office after dealing we've been dealing with someone for a couple of days uh, prisoner we were remanding and so we were staying on late again and I walked into a conversation that was obviously being had sort of involving me or about me um, and as I come in uh, someone said oh well he never does anything quickly and straight away I could feel myself get to Offensive. Now, they wouldn't have known that because outwardly I didn't do anything, whereas before I'd have gone, well, what do you mean? But I felt this feeling of defensiveness. And the first thing you recognise is that that is all it is. It's a feeling. It's like that's our brain thinking we're under attack. Then we have this feeling and then we often respond to that. But I didn't respond in this moment, but I could feel myself thinking, oh, what do you mean? I didn't do anything quickly. So I took that as a criticism. <clears throat> But like I say, that was just someone's opinion. And now this is how I dealt with that. And this is how I would urge you to deal with any sort of criticism. 
because we are going to have it. It's simple as that, especially in jobs like the police. People are going to have different opinions. We're going to do work and people are going to criticise us. And it's down to us, really, whether we uh, get very defensive about that and sort of end up withdrawing or we learn from it and move forward and be able to let it go and then not have it affect our relationships. Because a word on defensiveness, defensiveness for me is when we either secretly really agree with what they're saying, there's some tr- we think there's some truth in it, so we agree with it, or we just think they shouldn't be saying it and then we go on the attack. But really, we can try and convince others Oh, you know that they're wrong and try and get them to agree with our opinion but actually they base this criticism their their opinion based on what they've seen and it's being is a being willing it's being able to let them have that opinion so <clears throat> defensiveness just watch that defensiveness don't react to it just recognize it as it's just a sign that actually there's something going on for you And that is really leads us on to the first step, because what you want to do is pause. So when you get criticised, if you feel that defensiveness come up, because if you don't feel it, it's not going to be a problem for you anyway, is it? But if you feel that defensiveness come up, rather rather than having that as a cue to react, think of it as just pause. And the reason that is because we don't want to respond in that moment from that defensive place, because we are not seeing the whole picture, we think we're under attack, and then we go on the attack. And it just, we don't have all the information, we fracture relationships, and we, yeah, just, and also it affects our productivity. So the first thing we wanna do is just go pause. And then the next thing is just watch yourself, because this is the really fascinating thing. This is what happened to me was, I noticed that when, when they said, oh, he doesn't do anything quickly, suddenly when I was watching myself, I was actually working slower. Because it was churning around in my head and I was sort of obsessed with that comment, I was then making more mistakes. I wasn't focused on what I was doing. So suddenly I was becoming what they had said. But it's not, they're not making me become that. This was me, you know, because I was my brain was really obsessed with it and I was wanting to react to it, then actually I, was, I wasn't working very quickly. But that pause and that watching yourself from curiosity and compassion and fascination is what will help you move through it. Rather than going, oh, and from a blame state, now look, now I'm not working and sort of being very blamey, you're just going to go, oh, this is fascinating. Before I was working very productively and now just in this moment, I'm now sort of very distracted. So that's the first two steps. And then the third step, which I think is one of the most important, is take the truth from it. If you get defensive, you probably is probably because you think there's some sort of truth in it secretly. Because if someone, I always say it's like if someone come up to me and said, well, you could never be a detective. I'm like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't even need to defend that because I am one. I'm, I know I proved it. But when I get defensive, I know it's often because I think there's a grain of truth in there. And the thing is, when we take the truth from it, then we can decide, which is the next step, which we'll go on to in a minute, is whether you want to change it. 
But the first thing to go is, is there any truth in it? And just explore it. And actually look and go, do you know what? I don't always work as quickly as others. Um, but actually, my belief is a detective should be very thorough and should be looking and picking out the detail. And now being rushed and rushing and working at a really fast pace all the time for me doesn't always correlate with that. You may have a very different view and there's no right or wrong here, but this is about what's right for you. So I look at it and go, yeah, there is, there probably is a truth in it because I know when a few years ago, when I used to always find I, when I'd be doing case files, I'd always find like I'd be on later than everyone else. So obviously I wasn't working as quick as other people. And the first question that would be asked when people come in after you've dealing with an overnight prisoner is what time do you get off? It wasn't how good was your file or how thorough was it or anything like that. It was always this benchmark of what time you got off. And there's always like this time, this speed was seen as how you were sort of judged. And I was always thinking, oh, not, I'm not as quick as others. But actually, when they then reviewed all the files, what they found was 85% of them were failing. And what I found was actually, I never... I can never remember having a file rejected. Now, <clears throat> I had to balance that with my perfectionism, and that's also something I worked on, but actually I realised that, yes, it is probably some truth in it that I don't work as quickly as others, but I'm quite happy with that because I think if I was thinking, if I was the other side of an investigation, if I was a victim, what would I want? Would I want someone who was given that case and was just all they were thinking of is getting off on time and just worried about how long it's going to take them? Or would I want someone investigating it who was actually invested in the job and the task that they were doing at hand and doing it really thoroughly? And I actually go, for me, it would be the latter. And like I say, there's no right or wrong here, but I go, actually, that's then the detective I want to be. So yes, there's some truth in this comment. Um, but actually, I go, I'm quite sort of happy with it. And then also what I've noticed is over the last, especially over the last few years while I've been uh, coaching, is I'm not working from a place of stress. So from the outside, people think often you're not busy, you're, you're not, you're not you know, getting work done. Because people think you need to be rushed and rushing around and stressed and oh and, and overwhelmed to be, you know, almost like that's a sign that you've got loads on and you're working really quickly. But I've I've proved with myself that actually it's the opposite. If you work from a place of focus and and calm, you get more done, you don't miss much detail. And actually it is a more productive state. But from the outside looking in. Of course, because you're not rushing around like I used to be and tearing around. From the outside, it doesn't probably look like you're actually working so quickly. But am I happy with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's other things that I know that maybe I'm not as quick on. So I know my skills are going, going out and speaking to people and getting that detail and being able to look at something then go in and be in my tenacity of going back and back and keep asking questions until I get the result I want. But actually when I'm typing something up, I'm maybe not so quick. 
So when you look at all that, you think there is truth in this comment. And if I was defensive, I would have missed all of that. When we just go on the attack and we just go on the defence, then we miss all of that. So, and then that takes me through to the fourth stage, which is, do I want to change it? Well, in this instance, no, there's not, actually. There's, I go, I'm really happy with the way I work. And other people might complete a report quicker. They might do this. But actually, I go, I'm really happy with how I am. So yes, there's truth in what they say, and I don't want to change it. So then there's no problem. But if this was something that someone, if there was some truth in it, <clears throat> so like we, when I was down on the major crime unit a few years ago, someone said to me, God, John, you're always talking. And I got defensive. I went, no, I'm not. Oh, and I was like very defensive of it. And then when I looked at that, I went, yeah, there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> there's a lot of truth in that. I am always talking. And I looked at it and went, is that something I want to change? I went, yeah, I do. I do want to change that. And yes, I still want to be at an office environment where you're talking and you've, obviously you're talking with your colleagues and sharing stuff through. But I, when I've got work to do, I don't want to be so easily distracted and I want to work. So actually that criticism was really helpful because I was able to go, I, it's not, I want to say this, it's not that I don't get defensive. I, I experience the feeling of defensiveness, but I don't respond to it. And then I go, yeah, there's some truth in that. I do talk a lot. And then I go, do I want to change it? And then this is um, what I teach people with the self-coaching model, which we'll talk more about in later episodes, is then if you do identify something you want to change, then you can change it. Because the thing we're doing is just the symptom. We go, like, why do I talk a lot? Well, actually, I realised I talked a lot because um, often I was delaying stuff and putting stuff off because I maybe was a bit nervous about doing the work. Well, I worked on that and then I got on my work. Naturally, I would talk less and it seemed sort of quite effortless. But that's an example. That's sort of two examples. One is where I go, I find the truth in it and I actually go, I don't want to change it. And the other one is, yeah, there's some truth in that and I do want to change it. But also you might have this third option where there's no truth in it. Someone says something, like someone says, cool, I remember when I was, um, I was new back to CID and I'd been working on something and I'd asked a question about it to a detective over the, over the desk from me. And then I went on working with, on something else, a completely different job. And then I went back and asked another question for this other job a few hours later. And they went, have you been working on that for that long? oh, I thought you were supposed to be really good. And they were going, oh, you've taken ages. And then a couple of other people joined in. Now, again, that defensiveness come up and before, I'd have gone on the attack. But in that one, there was no truth in it. They didn't have all the information. And I was working on a concept then of letting them be wrong. Because I realised that if I then went on the defence and I'm trying to explain to them all what I've done then actually I've wasted more time. And actually, I don't need to really justify to this person what I'm doing. They're not my supervisor. They're just someone with an opinion over there. So actually, I let it go. I let them be wrong. And that might be really difficult for you. It was for me, but it's one of the best things I ever did. Just letting people be wrong. 
So in that third instant, in that sort of third scenario where you've got someone where you ask, is there a truth in it? And you go, no, there's not. Just let them be wrong. Don't waste your energy and your time explaining to someone what you've been doing or that when actually you don't have to. Because we would tell ourselves, oh, if we don't do it, there's going to, you know, they're going to think we're lazy. They're going to tell everyone it's going to have some negative effect. Well, that's, that's our brain going to catastrophize in what our brain does. In reality, none of that happens because I've now let people be wrong lots of times. And I'll be honest, I've never seen a negative outcome. I've just gone, yeah, have your opinion. And they may go and tell someone else, but it's not affecting my career. It's not affected anything. So you've asked those, you've paused, you've watched yourself, you've taken the truth from it. If there is any, then you've decided if there is any truth, you've decided, do you want to change it? Then is the last stage, you've got to let it go. Once you've done all that, you've got to let it go. And this is something that is probably going to be a bit of a struggle to start with, because the brain will want to obsess on that negative. And because we're tribe creatures, we don't like criticism. We don't want to be judged because it, our brains sort of thinks, goes back to those, go back to those primitive days. Our brain thinks any sort of judgment and criticism is a risk of us being pushed out of the tribe, which means we're going to starve and be eaten by all the animals. So actually, we've got to have some compassion for that and realise that our brain will want to obsess about it. It will want to blame and it will want to go like, who do you think you are saying all that? So we're going to let it go. And how we're going to do that is you're just going to watch it as it comes up without responding to it. And it sounds simple and it is that simple. And all you're going to do is when you notice yourself, that defensiveness come back up, you're just going to watch your thoughts as it comes up. Maybe you're thinking, oh, they shouldn't have said that. They're wrong. Who do they think they are? Um, And all of that, just watch it as it comes up. And then allow that feeling, whatever that feeling is for you. For me, it's always defensiveness. And just notice it in your body. So you listen to those thoughts and you just go, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm noticing defensiveness. And this is really a great way to do it, is to be the observer of it. So you just tell yourself, here it is again. Oh, here's defensiveness again. I'm noticing it. I'm experiencing it. And you notice that when you do that, you're not being carried away with it. You're not being drawn along by it. Because all you're doing is you're just going, oh, here it is again. That's not a problem. And what this does is this helps you to allow that feeling without reacting to it. Just remember, there's no problem that you have the defensive thoughts. and There's no problem that you feel defensive. The problem is the reaction to it. So for me, in that moment when I started to become unproductive that was the problem like my reaction to it when I when you actually start maybe criticizing going on the attack and you become the person that criticizes that's the problem just allow yourself to feel defensive and notice it and name it I am I'm noticing that I'm feeling defensive and I'm feeling defensive because I'm thinking they shouldn't criticise me, or whatever it is. And, there, and that's okay. And you'll find it will just come and it will go. And this is really important because then you don't fear that feeling coming up. 
Because a lot of the time we fear that this defensiveness comes up and we want, we almost feel compelled to respond to it. And then we go on the attack. But then when we realise we can control our response to that feeling, which is really the key to this is because our feelings, our thoughts are so automatic, we will experience these feelings. But when we can control our response to it, then that feeling doesn't become a problem. It just becomes a sign. When you feel defensiveness, instead of green light to go and attack and criticise, it's just, oh, yeah, there's something to work on here. And <clears throat> that is how I deal with criticism. And i got to say, for me, it's a breath of fresh air. So, and I'll put, the, I'll put the steps in the show notes. But what you're basically doing is those five steps. You're pausing, you're watching yourself to see how you're responding curiosity, compassion and fascination. You're taking the truth from it. You're seeing if you want to change it and then you're letting it go. That's all I got for you. I hope it helps and go out and try it because I can assure you, you will be, people will have opinions and there will be criticism everywhere, but it doesn't have to hold you back. You can let it go and you can move forward. Have a great day and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening today. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast, please forward it on to them. And if you want to know any more, then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan@outlook.com. That's J-O-W-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. And also follow me on Instagram um, at Johnny Bevan or on Facebook. I am Johnny Bevan, the police burnout coach. Have a great time and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.